In Tina Turner's song from 1984, she sings, What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do with it in your relationship with your Cluster B? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. So a lot of us say we love our cluster B, and I'm not going to doubt that. Certainly at the beginning of my relationship with my cluster B for over, gosh, 22 years now, I felt what I felt was the emotion of love, this this incredible devotion to this person, this desire to fix this person, to make everything right in her world. But when a cluster B says, I love you, as part of their love bombing, what do they really mean? I love you. Remember Tina Turner's song from 1984, What's Love Got to Do With It? She basically says, what's love but a second-hand emotion? So if you look at the lyrics of that song, it kind of, in some way, downplays love. You know, it's her concern about giving her heart to somebody and being hurt. So it's a secondhand emotion of sorts. But when a cluster B says, I love you through this love bombing phase, or when they're trying to breadcrumb you back into their world, the translation, in my opinion, is not I love you, but I love owning you. I love controlling you. I love using you. It feels so good to love bomb you, to sweet talk you, to pull you in and to discard you whenever I please. And when I flatter you with that word, those three words, I love you, I can have anything I want. You trust me. You open up so easily, even after you've already been mistreated. And once you're hooked and invested, I will pull the rug beneath your feet out from you just to watch you fall. Where's the I love you then? A lot of us talk about how we love our cluster B, and perhaps we do. And I've talked in many podcasts as to what are we loving? Are we loving a real person or are we loving a romanticized image of who they portrayed themselves to be to bring us into the relationship in the first place? Are we suckers in that regard? Are we that much of an empath? Do we feel real, true love? And are we loving something that was real? So remember, the translation from a cluster B when they say that they love you in the love bombing phase or the breadcrumbing phase or the hoovering phase, there's so many phases that we go through in these relationships. They love basically owning us because they end up owning us. They own our psyche. They own our hearts. They own everything about us, our identities. And then when they withdraw that love in the devaluation and the discard phase, which is inevitable with most cluster Bs, then it just sends us reeling. We are crestfallen. So do we practice Tina Turner's version of What's love got to do with it, but a secondhand emotion? Do we, in, do we actually put that, that emotion in place? It's hard not to. 
because I think we genuinely feel that we love these people. We love these people so much. We want to change them. We want to help them. We want to fix them. And the hard thing to understand is that you will not be able to do any of that. That if you want to love the person, then you need to love them for who they truly are. The the self that they are presenting to you in their rawest form, in their most hurtful form, because that is the true person. We are loving mirages. We are forsaking ourselves by saying it's okay that they're mistreating us right now because I know somehow, some way they will work themselves back to be who they used to be. And that has been one of the most difficult things for me to accept. Looking at my wife of almost 21 years and knowing that we're never going to go back in time. This is not a back to the future movie. I can't go back and relive the moments that I had at the beginning of our relationship, which were wonderful. Don't take me wrong. They were wonderful times, but I can't go back to reliving them and neither can you. So are we living in the past? Not necessarily, but we're living with somebody who we are casting back to the past because we want to remember them and experience them as to who they were. But the fact is that they were never that person. That was an act. And it's very difficult for myself, and I'm sure for you, to accept that. Now we're seeing the unfiltered cluster B. The cluster B who is still out there in the public, perhaps, showing a different persona, especially in the case of a narcissist, They want admiration. They want people to believe that there's something that they are not. They want to make them feel like people, other people to make them think, wow, they're fantastic people. So that if you ever do say to those people, my God, they're monsters. They just can't believe it. You're not talking about the same person. Well, you're not because they're seeing a completely different person through a completely different lens. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. I appreciate your feedback and your insight and your stories. Are you relating to this? Is this resonating with you? Or maybe I'm just the crazy one pontificating here on these podcasts for over two and a half years. Two and a half years. I've been talking about my journey my understanding. And if you listen back to the beginning podcasts, you will see that I very much thought that my wife had BPD. She was a borderline. And then I come to find that in my opinion, and again, I'm not a clinician, that she's not a borderline. She may have borderline tendencies, but she is very much a covert narcissist. In fact, I came across paperwork that reinforced that from a psychological evaluation that was done on her over 10 years ago, in which they said she exhibited moderate, mild, and moderate narcissistic tendencies. Well, in my opinion, that's a covert narcissist, okay? And that that reinforced my knowledge. This was from a professional who ran numerous tests, personality tests, and who did not diagnose her as being NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. But in their report, 
did say that she did exhibit mild to moderate narcissistic and histrionic qualities, tendencies. Well, to me, that's as good as a diagnosis in understanding the way that my relationship has moved forward. A lot of us will not get the benefit of a a diagnostic testing like that. I was very fortunate to see that. And it really reinforced to me what I'm going through and made me feel that perhaps I wasn't crazy. Maybe the gaslighting is not as effective as it would have been because they're very good gaslighters. Very good gaslighters in making you believe that the problem sits squarely on your shoulders, that you are the problem. That's projection. That's blame shifting. It's all those things. So coming back to what I've discussed in my previous podcast, there does come a point of no return. There comes a point when if you do come out of the fog and you are not in denial and you are not in the thought process that the person is going to change, you can change them. You have the power, which you don't, to make them who they used to be, which they won't be. Listen to my previous podcasts. They are not who they are. What they do is not for you. Listen to those podcasts if you want a better insight on that. But if you are waiting for some magical transformation for these people to reinvent themselves, they've forgotten the mirage that they presented to you however many weeks, months, or years ago. They can't go back to who they were. They are not interested in going back to who they are. Once the mask slips, and if you happen to notice it, then we're off to the races. It's a completely different relationship. I appreciate your feedback and your review on whichever platform you happen to be listening to My Inner Torch on. It helps more people have access to podcasts like these, and it helps raise your consciousness, your awareness of perhaps the relationship that you're in, and maybe gives you some solace and comfort knowing that you are not alone. You are not alone. There are hundreds and thousands perhaps millions of us out there who are in less than normal relationships that are dysregulated, dysfunctional, no doubt. Think about it and understand that you are not alone. And once you make that decision, you need to decide how you want to heal yourself. You will not heal your cluster B, how you can see yourself beyond the relationship you are presently in. And if you're willing and you're accepting of the circumstance, then you need to understand that this is the way it's going to be. Some days will be better than others, but for the most part, this is how you're going to live. Things don't change. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Again, I do appreciate the opportunity to hear from you. I thank you for your listenership. New up, new podcasts uploaded each and every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Till next time, be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>